ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is a Driveway Liberty podcast, the only podcast recorded live in a driveway. Boys and girls, cats and dogs. The cats and dogs, clowns and clown shoes. Well, hey, guys. Well, it's if it's your... Dan's dog, it won't stop barking long yeah. enough for you to listen. Right? Absolutely. Hey, guys. I'm your Uncle Wes. I'm sitting in the driveway with my good buddies, Travis and Dan. And we're about to talk some political stuff and other things. Once this uh, jet gets over from the maneuvers. The jet and the rain came. and right? I saw a lot. I, I was along the beach today working. And I saw a lot of, like, B-2 bombers up and down the... I, and I keep wondering, like, well, that's probably not great. I hear a lot more fighter jets <laughs> doing training missions. Yep. A lot of B-2 bombers. Like, you got to gear up for that whole Ukraine-Russia well, thing. Yeah, that, well, they've got a nuclear sub off the coast of Iran right now, too. So, I mean, you know, they're... Uh, the sabers are rattling, boys, and that's uh, always a, a presidential tactic for a uh, weak ass motherfucker in the White House. Yeah, and the uh, the enemies are getting a little more bold. All right, so for those of you that follow me on Twitter, and if you're not following me on Twitter, I'm not sure what you're doing. Mm. You're missing out on like it's a, a travesty, solid a travesty, a travesty. <laughs> You're missing out on a solid two to three tweets a week. Uh, it's not volume, yeah. but it's quality. I, quality. I, I'll tell you, I've, I've been a, a reply guy recently. Right. So uh, my favorite is... He's poking the bear. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's really two things. Uh, when when somebody is bashing DeSantis necessarily and like pro-Trump, I like to go comment, Trump, Fauci, 24, we need a second term. <laughs> that's a good one okay that's quality and now in the last few days after our well it, i guess it's been a couple weeks now my other one is when somebody's bashing the fbi specifically chris ray i go in and i write i think we need to give him more time to see to judge whether or not he's good or not <laughs> and that one is a bait you're right. That's not a troll. That's a bait. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a live shrimp on a hook dangling out there. And somebody always takes the bait. Oh, yeah. Always. He sucks. Blah, blah, all that. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just quoting President Trump. <laughs> and and I tag real Donald Trump in every time, every reply. And I, it's funny of the times I've done that. I mean, it's probably 15 or 20. Uh, there's been a few, a few folks that write back and like, all right, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're right, you're right. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, you all know about, about how I feel about that with the, with the freaking cast we had. Yeah, yeah, you you uh, were yelling. Uh, yeah. But anyways, if you don't follow me on Twitter, you may not have seen my presidential power rankings, and I believe this was last Wednesday or Thursday I put them out, okay? Yeah. My, my, and my presidential power rankings last week were uh, Ron DeSantis one. Dave Smith, two. Okay. Robert Kennedy Jr., three. And I believe I put in quotations for morbid curiosity at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, will the CIA do it again? I think they will. But, uh, and then I would put four real Donald Trump. However, I'm going to update them as of tomorrow morning. So if you're not following me on Twitter, uh, you should. So you can see the updated. I'm going to move Robert Kennedy Jr. to number two. Based on. Tell him why. Based ba- on this. Based on this. And I'll leave you with 
three thoughts. One is that any power that government takes from the people, it will never return voluntarily. Number two rule, every power that government takes, it will ultimately abuse to the ultimate, to the maximum extent possible. And number three, nobody ever complied their way out of totalitarianism. The only thing we can do is resist. Thank you all very much. Someone. Somebody needs to give him a Hall's mentholiptus. <laughs> well, well, he's, uh, well, you made that, that. So that was a vaccine injury right. he had, which is why he's very anti-vax. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and not just like anti-operation warp speed, which is where I probably fall. But not full on anti. Like I'm questioning the rest of them. Right. But he's like full on like, all right. So if you didn't know that Robert Kenny Jr. was running as a Democrat, like I mean, that's like Ron Paul 08. Oh yeah, exactly. And I had someone comment to me when I I sent them my power rankings. Uh, they were like, "You'd vote for a Democrat?" I'm like, uh, "For that guy? Like that specific one?" Uh, yeah. If his other policy, yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. And well, I need to hear about his Second Amendment. I need to sure. And look, I it, more policy. I I, I I agree. There's more to it, but. My my assumption is based off of hearing that that th- there's probably some other right and and you know someone was like well what about his abortion policy and I said well I gotta be honest with you I don't care on a federal level what their abortion policy is because yeah because that's matter. a done deal the yeah. states control it and yeah right you can bark. so AOC can have a fucking breakdown all she wants right, right now it's it's a done my deal. state rep yeah. my state senator my governor I care yes yes right I, I I've got a little leeway. However, I, you know, at this point, it is, is pro-life just abortion or is pro-life the, well, you know, um, you know, we, we keep pushing this jab that a lot of people like died suddenly seems to be fairly common in the news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is that is that not a life issue? Is, you know, the government putting a bunch of people in solitary confinement and basically forcing them to suicide? Is that not a life issue? Yeah. There's some bad shit going on. You're right. And has so, been going on. So, like, we, we talk about the life <clears throat> issue and, and we get hung up on abortion, and I think it's a little more multifaceted than that. But on the federal level, I, at, at this point, I'm, I, I just don't care. Like, it's To me, not, the, abortion, the, the abortion deal is done. Move to a fucking state that allows abortions. Right. If you want yeah. to have an abortion. Right. Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like on, nobody's on a, stopping you from on a federal an level. My, my, my presidential vote will not be decided based off of who's pro-life and who's not. Right. No, because that, that, that's been decided. So yeah. It, it right. Cares. And a president can over, cannot overturn a Supreme Court case. No. Right. Decision. Nope. So Yeah. Yeah. At, I mean, based on what he, I, you know what? I think he's probably running under the Democrat monitor. Because daddy and uncle well, he's and a all candidate. of that. Yeah, yeah he's a kid. Uh-huh. As, a, as a former Democrat, I, I'm, I'm kind of done with what comes out of your mouth mm-hmm. is the be-all, end-all. Like, and so many Americans just decide based on the lies that politicians tell and it's yeah. not just a democrat thing it's all of them right 
the bullshit that they say to get elected. And then when they get the power that we give them, they don't do what we what we thought they were going to do because that's what they told us. I'm done with that shit. Right. However, I would say his dad and his uncle were pretty going down that same path. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, your Democrats from the '60s believed exactly what he just said. Yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And, 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 and my Teddy parents were Kennedy be, Democrats. That's how mm-hmm. I was brought into. Well, yeah. The, T- Teddy was the exception to all of that. He was more mm-hmm. liberal than the rest of them. But JFK, they would be considered extreme right wing by today's standards. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, if you're just a normal fucking person, yeah. regardless of party affiliation, at this point, we we need somebody sane. Well, JF, to take the JFK reins. is the president spoke publicly about the FBI and CIA the way that we speak about them now. Yeah. Well, and look where that got. <laughs> well, listen, look, and like, all I'm hey, we, is we I, talked about that podcast with Dave Smith that's yeah. on the temple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he said something. He's like, look, I would go do this, this, and this. However, I would not be taking any convertible rides through Dallas anytime soon. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> Absolutely not. I don't think it'll be Dallas. Be, I would be in the Pope Mobile. <laughs> yeah. Probably be Austin this time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mm. Austin would be the place, yeah. but it, so th- this is what I was telling the person I, that I was telling like about Robert Kennedy is I, I, I'm not married to the Republican party by any way, shape or form. Right. I'm not going to be goaded into voting for Mitt Romney to save America. Mm. My, my vote counts and the best candidate will get my vote. Period. Or if there's nobody I deem worthy of getting my vote, we've had this discussion many, many times since the start of the podcast. I, I'm just going to leave that blank. I've done it multiple times. I'll continue to do it. Uh, if we view our vote as sacred, like we say we do as Americans, and, and all I hear all the time about the military is they're they're fighting and dying for my freedom. Right. Well, and, and my freedom also means my right to vote. Well, then I'm going to take it real freaking seriously if people died for it. So I'll, I will leave that blank. I don't mind. I've, I've done it. Uh, did it in a county commissioner race in 2020. Uh, I don't know if I left any of them blank in 22. I don't think I did this time around. I didn't leave anything blank this time around. And, I ha- hey, I'm not above voting for a third party, obviously, because I did in the last two – uh, presidential elections. But if you extrapolate that RFK Jr. speech out and, you know, we, we get into like, all right, then, then there's more, right? Obviously with Second Amendment, you know. I He's a, he's a pretty big environmentalist too. So he's well, he's an environmental lawyer. So, yeah. I mean, Well, okay, yeah. all right. So I, I would consider myself an environmentalist. Does that mean I don't want, do I, should everybody switch to electric vehicle? No. Yeah. However, you can be a same. But you also don't want to use the power of government to force people right. into. I, I, I would much prefer the power of a limited scope society and, and culture and persuasion. And we we had the, the the conversation a few months ago, like uh, about hunters and fishers, and and the the best protectors of the environment are hunters and fishers, mm-hmm. right? Like like people that truly care. Yeah. Right. And and I've told the story many times. My granddad, you know, like. We, we would get to the point of catching fish, and he's like, how many fish are you plan on cleaning today? I'm like, not that many. 
He's like, all right, well, I guess we done keeping fish. And we just yeah. started throwing them back. Right. And we hit, we had, I had uncles and things like that that would just have a cooler full of fish and clean till they got tired or ran out of bags and just throw the rest away. And I'm like, that's a waste. That's an absolute waste. You know what I'm saying? Like it. Yeah. And so I, I, I don't know that we're to the point where people wouldn't abuse it. I'm sure that there are people that would. Yeah. But if you go like these boat captains in Destin, like, Nobody protects the Gulf of Mexico better than those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how they make their living. Yeah, right. And, and when I'm out there, and I'm just recreationally fishing, I want it nice and healthy because every time I go out, I want to catch a ton of fish. Right, and have a good time. So why why would I just go dumping? You know, like a bunch of trash and all that. Like I'm 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 pretty hardcore about like all right, we got a trash bag. I I I have a roll of trash bags in my fishing backpack that I take with me. And hey, we're gonna throw all this trash away. We're gonna keep it out of the mm-hmm. damn Gulf, mm-hmm. right? And that that's minimal stuff, right? But right. but I, I think that's yeah. But the, if everybody acted that way, we wouldn't have the issues we have, right? Right. Exactly. <clears throat> and if everybody was trustworthy to go catch their few snapper and move on, you know, like we, we wouldn't necessarily need the power of the FWC. But mm-hmm. you know, it, so when I say environmentalist, that that's what I I want to protect the environment. I, as a Christian, when I read Genesis, I feel like God put me in charge of the environment, gave me dominion over the environment, and there's some responsibility that goes with it. Right. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean we should, like, just go full climate change crazy nonsense. No. But it, it does mean, it, it, I like, I, I, I do get upset when we throw food away. I, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Like, we just got to be better. Like, somebody worked hard for this. This is a waste. There's poor people, that, you know, like my, my parents used to tell me that, oh, you know, there's poor kids in Africa that would love to have have a meal. I'm like, well, that Mine sucks for them. China. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was always China. Mine was always China. My, my response one, I'm one that, decade behind you. So. I, right. Well, I had the China too or Africa. I had a mixture of both. My mom would tell me that. And I'd pick up my plate and I'd say, send it to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ethiopia was, was strong during that time. Right. Too. Right. Well, you know, I grew up in the uh, Sally Struthers, you know, the infomercial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, For yeah. one cup of coffee a day. Yeah. Yeah. You can feed. I don't know why. I don't know why we're hopped up on feeding African kids anymore. Apparently, we're not. I don't ever see well, those commercials. Well, the only problem was is we realized that we we'd send money over there, and then the dictators that ran the country <laughs> would steal the money and we'll buy take the arms. money and, and fucking kill the people that were. They would to kill the people and buy arms. <laughs> yeah, they would. Yeah, they'd increase. It would literally. We'd fund genocide. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> what would have happened. Absolutely. Yes. That, yeah, that was that was the big issue. But yeah. you, you talk about the being an environmentalist and the i think one of the problems is somebody comes up with an idea that sounds moderately reasonable and then somebody else says well okay let's run with that idea yeah and and nobody entertains any other ideas that becomes the one and only way right and once it gets into government it just gets abused and abused and abused yeah, and abused yeah. and abused how and can abused. how can we capitalize on this? you know and and it's one of those obviously i with my job deal with commercial fishing and it was actually mexico a few years ago came out and said that every country you know that's attached to the gulf of mexico which i think's like from a true fishing standpoint it's really only four three or four countries that have enough of a fishing fleet to make a difference. Right. Mexico came out and said, we should put a one-year uh, moratorium on grouper out of the Gulf of Mexico. Right. 
and and they had great data like hey look we're overfishing here's what's going on you know all this stuff um and they said you know it's such a fast growing fish that if we would just give it a year break from a commercial standpoint we'd have more grouper than we do yeah, yeah they, they were like and and it's and it's like the uh Apalachicola oysters i think we've talked about yeah they've yeah. had a you five-year moratorium they, five they just came out with a moratorium on crab legs do you see in alaska you, in yeah. alaska in alaska just alaska mm-hmm. Canada and Russia catching the shit out of them. Oh, are they? Yeah. Which, it, it, okay. So when you watch Delia's catch, that's the Bering Sea. You know yeah. where Russia catch the, catches yeah. their crab? Bering Sea. The Bering Sea. Yeah. Russia ain't short on crab. No. So, and you know what's actually going on? It's the American boats are leaving the port, whatever the port is for Deadliest catch, going to Bering Sea, catching a bunch of, of snow crab, and then driving to Russia and selling it to Russia. It's the exact same amount of crab, right? Caught by the exact same boats. Okay, it just that that is. You, you want to know the real reason that happened? Our so the USDA or NOAA or something like that, uh, whoever manages that, instead of doing the normal crab thing where they drop a pot down and they drop strings of pots down and and check the, what they decided to do was drag the bottom. And judge their catch. Based off of dragging the bottom. Just fucked up the whole environment. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. b- besides them running, like, well, you broke them in half. Right. Right. If you drop a pot down, that seems to work pretty well. Maybe we should go with that. Yeah. Canada's done all kinds of surveys, and they're like, no, our snow crab population is perfectly healthy. It's on the same, what is it, latitude. Mm-hmm. Right. Not the same ocean, obviously, Pacific versus Atlantic. Right. Canada's not having an issue. As a matter of fact, uh, England reported uh, for the first time ever they caught king crab and snow crab in the bar- uh, in the Strait of England. Well, if you let them just go forage and catch them in their natural environment, then you're good. Yeah, it's when you fuck up their entire environment right. yeah. by dragging the bottom that's when you screw everything. Up. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's the it, that crab stuff was a dump, but. Anyways, I, I forget what the point. You give me talking about <laughs> snow crab. I, I get hopped up about. I sell a lot of snow crab, so I yeah. get hopped up about snow yeah, crab. Yeah. Well, okay. and I, I don't know how many people I've had come to me. Oh man, snow crab's gonna go through the roof this year. I'm like, really? And why do you say that? Because you don't sell snow crab. I do, so I know what the market is right now. And they're like, oh man, uh, Alaska's not catching any. I'm like, cool. Hey, do you know what the quota was in 2022? They're like, no. I'm like, oh, it's five million pounds. Oh, that sounds like a lot. I'm like, uh, the quota in Canada last year was 60 million pounds. <laughs> there you go. They're like, uh, oh. I said, and actually, only about half of that actually makes it to the market of snow crab, because once you break the snow crab apart, two and a half million pounds of snow crab legs was caught last it's year. It's not two yeah. and a half million that, pounds that is of meat. nothing. That's not even <laughs> enough to cover red lobster. Right. <laughs> and I mean that. That's not enough to cover red lobster. Okay. It's not enough to co- cover Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah, I mean, right. it's just it's and so from the Italian house. Yeah, but for whatever reason, the United Seven States has decided years. screw those fishermen. Yeah, oh, that's terrific. All right, so we we live. Oh, I got some Russian snow crab at the house here. I want we some. live. It's delicious. We live in in an area where our local um, police force is the sheriff. Yes, and we've. I got it, Keto. We've highlighted 
multiple sheriffs in the state of Florida sure. that have done and said really good things. Yes. We have another example of a sheriff. Can we talk about why sheriffs are real important real quick? Yeah, please. Sure. There is only one position, elected position, that can interpose themselves between the you as a citizen and, the federal and every other government on earth. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Your local government, your state government. Yep. Your federal if government. If the sheriff says no, it ain't happening. Right. Yep. We we have to focus more on getting more sheriffs like this dude. Sheriff, you mentioned uh, the gun. Do we know how the, the uh, suspect got a hold of the weapon? Car burglaries. Car burglaries. Mm. Yeah. Mm. fucking love this all the gun laws we got in place didn't prevent it did it neither will any new ones because here's the fact the bad guy is going to get a gun no matter what law you have put in place these juveniles shouldn't even possess a handgun but they did and I'll go back to you. Add your question. A simple burglary, as some people will say, but I don't consider anything simple when it comes to a burglary. The law allows me. I'll plaster their face up on this page, up on my page, up on media. I will hand it out if the law allows me because parents have the right to know who their kids are hanging out with and preventing this. Sheriff, you mentioned. Man. We got some good sheriffs in Florida. Yeah, yeah we, we do. do. Yeah, we do. It, the Santa Rosa sheriff, real solid. We played him multiple times. Yep. Um, Grady yeah. Judd. Grady yep. Judd. Yeah. So this is this is Sheriff Bill Woods in from Marion County. Marion County. And they had uh, a triple murder committed by these juveniles, and they got their gun. Stealing out of people's cars. Well, there was also another comment from him about, I don't know why we're hiding their images. I mean, there, there was something I saw. Well, I think because they're minors, technically. Well, I know yeah. why we're, I mean, legally why right. we're doing it. But that. if you're. But if he's you're, like, if we call these kids, if we could call these kids out, because they are accountable for their actions. I mean, right. that's what it, If you're what old saying. enough to kill someone on purpose, like murder, mm-hmm. first or second degree murder then you're old enough to have your fucking picture in the paper right. and on the news. That's my personal opinion. No, I agree. There's no juvenile protection for somebody who would consciously do... Like, there's there, there's 16-year-old kids out there that'll kill you in a fucking heartbeat. Oh, yeah. And for anybody that doesn't know where Marion County, Florida is, it's Ocala, basically, which is kind of northwest of Orlando. Between kind of Perry and Orlando, it has the worst stretch of interstate. interstate it, absolute history. worst. That's the reason I always go down nineteen. But no, it, no, no, no. But a lot of thoroughbred horses are there too. Right. Yeah. Well, the it's problem with Ocala is for no reason whatsoever, traffic backs up. Yeah. Like that, I, it's the craziest. It's like they're crap looking I've ever at seen. the swamps on the side and yeah, that big, right. whatever that walkway bridge is. It's right there. And it, isn't isn't it Ocala that has the 24-hour truck stop slash strip club? Yes. Like Cafe Risk. That's outside of Gainesville. <laughs> yeah. It's on 75. It's like between well, Gainesville like, and Ocala, right? Yeah. 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 Ocala's, uh-huh. yeah, just south of Gainesville. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, 
on my trip from when hey, I used to if live. If, in, if any of our listeners know somebody at Cafe Riscate, they can definitely be a sponsor. Yeah, absolutely. They, yeah. Well, I went there once. <laughs> Did you? Did you really? <laughs> it's not as advertised. I, ass- is, I assure you. It's like it is truck, a It is truck stop. Dan. Okay. Dude, it's meth, it's meth truck women. Stop, honey. Dan, can I? I so I, I grew up in Prattville, Alabama. Okay. And there yep. was a little strip club just outside of town that's not there anymore. And you would go in there and there would be chicken wire around the stages. Right. Like, and I'm not making <laughs> yeah, this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. I've been in a place like that. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, so we went there for my 21st birthday and it was all fun and games. Until this girl comes out that we all went to high school with. And I was like, uh, I, I can't. All right. So my my very short window of going to the, the titty bars is early 20s in the Tampa Bay area. Right. So there is so literally. Quali- there's quality. In there Tampa is Bay. literally. That's what got Hugh Freeze in trouble. There's literally right. what you're talking about. That all the way to Motley Crue's Girls, Girls, Girls video. Yeah. Yeah. And everything in between. Right. So you could you can you can find the freaking quality. Right. Sure. Yeah. In, in as a matter of fact, my first uh bachelor party, my brother took me to a titty bar where I got in a fight with a bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> it was Was he a midget and you were elbowing? No, it didn't end okay. well. Right. It did not my brother saved my life. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. <laughs> well, that was my first marriage. Uh, yeah, but there's some there's some prime USDA beef in the in the Tampa Bay area. Now that's, that's you're you're objectifying women, Dave. Well, they're at a strip club. I <laughs> Dude, feel like they're there to be bag. objectified. And then, but I, a, a, some buddies of mine, like we, if you go from where I live to Orlando, you know, go to the theme parks or whatever, yeah. you drive by this place, right? right? And so we went there, and it is. Probably your experience in Prattville. <laughs> yeah. In uh-huh. there. It's not. It, Dude, it, you like, go from freaking. Like, hey, hey, there's a meth addict and a <laughs> yeah. pregnant chick. Right. Yeah. And a one legged chick. It's a little bit rough. Right. But they serve lunch. Yeah. Oh. yeah like, yeah. it's a full on restaurant. Yeah. All right. No. Like, it's a it's a truck stop paradise. Well, right. those types of places, the guy that owned Cafe Risque. I don't think you and, go there to see like attractive women no but you can get a burger and yeah i, I think you go there to enjoy the ambiance so of the get, shit show. get a burger and it is, a shit. Wait, 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 it wait. is literally a like, shit show. you go get a burger and you can see a grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, uh, can i get a uh, cheeseburger and a side of crabs you're like, you're like, yes ah, no, you're literally sitting there put your clothes back on <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. all right, right that's enough out of you like, yeah. like hey, hey i got 40 bucks and you'll put your shirt on right, all right? Yeah. thank you Go to church, right? <laughs> yeah. go, go get Jesus, right? That's right. So, so the guy that owned, or, or now that we're on strip <laughs> the guy that used to own that cafe, Risque, he owned a series of those type places all the way up seventy five into Georgia. Nice. And in Warner Robins, Georgia, I used to live there back. Actually, I had just started dating April, and um. One of the guys that worked for me, I was in the car business at the time. One of the guys that worked for me sold one of the girls and her girlfriend and their boyfriend. Oh, sweet. Good for him. A new uh, Corvette that they paid cash for. I'm sure they did. 
and um they it's a cash business they they invited it's like have you ever been to it that one up there is called cafe erotica okay all right so hey i like the name change yeah yeah i mean it was basically the same thing but yeah and they were like hey have you ever come out there and these were relatively attractive not super attractive chicks right i'm like no but my brother's coming into town maybe we'll stop by so my brother came into town. We go in, and like the first chick on the stage, like you said, she was pregnant. She's like nine months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! And they're, you know how you go to a strip joint, the, the girls come up to Very you. They're diverse. Trying, they're trying to get you to go do the private dance and right, all of yeah, that. Uh-huh. And the girl that was trying to get me to go, she had braces and uh, acne, and um, <laughs> she could have been this Dylan guy that's doing the Bud Light commercials. <laughs> and I'm like. Uh, no, I'm good. No, she's like, why not? I was like, well, for one thing, I don't want to go back there and just get all excited for no reason. Well, you don't know what happens down there. I said, you're right. Uh, and looking at you, I don't want to know. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then it's like the heavens parted, and this girl walks on stage. It was just like a what we used to call a hammer. A ten. A ten. <laughs> yeah. So, and she had a little daisy tattoo. Billy Bob, baby. Billy yeah, right. Sure. She, she had a, hey, she Billy had, Bob's teacher wasn't. No, it was a solid she, Right, She was tight. She had a uh, a daisy mouse, or no, no, daisy duck tattoo right really close to her, her nether regions. Okay. She walks out. I look up after looking at the pregnant girl and the girl with <laughs> three teeth and the girl with the braces, and I went, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and the girl, and she looked down and she said, no, my name's Daisy. And I'm like, yeah, see, I, I, see, I, I, that see I think that girl's smart. As opposed to going to like yeah. these super nice clubs in Tampa, she's, where, she's, where, where, she's, where, where you're running the mill hot. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's it, a premier. And, and if you, uh, oh God, what was the show? But it was like the, like if you get a, a really ugly girl and you <clears throat> put an average looking girl next to her, that average looking girl looks really, really hot. hot. Yeah. And so, I'm not questioning your memory. She may have just been like normal, good looking. She she could have but, been. Yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> may have contrast. Been. But but but, but at cafe. Yeah, but, it, but at cafe erotica of like, are are you gonna still? Are you gonna rob from me to buy meth? No. no. Cool. Are you pregnant? No. And you have all your teeth. Well, you're pretty hot compared yeah, to the right. Rest yeah. of them. By comparison, you you're a winner. Yes, absolutely. Kind of like how we're talking about Robert Kennedy Jr. as a potential um, right. Yeah. Right. By contrast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's looking pretty good. Hey guys, it's time for for us to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back with beer reviews right after this. Hey guys, it's Wes. Are you liberty minded? Do you want to show that off? Do you want to be super cool wearing stuff that a lot of people don't have? Then go to a drivewaylibertypodcast.com, click on that big merch button in the middle of the homepage, and shop at our store. I think you'll find some really cool stuff to show how much you love Liberty right there. Go do it now. Drivewaylibertypodcast.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Driveway Liberty Podcast. It is time for beer reviews well it is that time once again fellas where we discuss the beers we are in fact drinking trav what you got over there buddy uh so if you watch the live stream you kind of know but i bought a six pack uh super local destin brewery east pass ipa if you don't know what east pass means i explained that in the live stream so you should go back and watch right um 
Really good beer, 6.2% alcohol by volume. Not bad. And I feel like six, right around that six is like the sweet That's spot. sweet spot, yeah, it is. Of like, I could drink a bunch of these and not get, you know, Hooter Brown. Uh, <laughs> what, what's the, uh, the yeah. divide end and up, conquer. Yeah, end up right. in a shitty strip club. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but it's also talk at the end right. Of the but it's also not like the four point three percent where I just drink. I just feel waterlogged. Just pee. Yeah, yeah. So, I've, so I feel like that six percent. Like I've had this would be end of the third one. So I'll probably have another one as we're drinking up. And it's like just in that kind of sweet spot of of taking the edge off. I can still have a good conversation. Right. Right. You're However, not yawning like I am. Right. If I was at yeah. the if I was at the bottom of like my third Hooter Brown though, it, it I, we would it would not be the same spot you say all, all your consonants <laughs> and vowels but would be mixing together seriously damn mr stupid all right that's where i'll be i'm tell you man i've gone back and listened to a couple of our podcasts where we were drinking heavily and um that's fun one of the reasons that i don't drink more ipas on the cast is because i was like embarrassed because of how i sounded towards the end of some of those casts i'm like right driveway well the 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 divide and conquer um at trav in travis's kitchen was one i remember because there was a, at the end of the cast there was a, a time where i needed to like read yeah something <laughs> and it was not a pretty right you just <laughs> turned your laptop around and didn't say anything me and wes are like what's going on read what, this what, what, i'm too fucked up right what you drinking, Dave? I'm trying to find the ABV. <coughs> I guess it doesn't really matter. What, on the England? Yeah. It's like two. So, it, in, due to the uh, recent economic uh, issues in our country, I pretty much just buy a case of England. Right. It, it lasts me a couple weeks, and uh, that's what I've been drinking lately. Well, by the time you hear this, I will hopefully have my taxes done. But Not me. I just do an extension, and I get sometime in the summer you know what i i I actually i i am frightened of filing an extension no it doesn't negatively impact me at all i do it every year but you still have to pay with an extension right you have to pay your estimated well it depends on your previous year how much you like it's basically what they do is take your previous year tax burden yeah and divide it by four and that's what you pay quarterly Mm -hmm. so well, I uh, I like to get mine done on time just to alleviate any uh, potential red flags for them to come looking at my stuff. Fucking come on, baby. Well, I feel like I mean, I, I don't have anything to hide. I just don't want the hassle of somebody because this shit like that stresses me out. You know, I think I mentioned that my daughter said she thought I was on the autism spectrum. <laughs> Those are one of the things that really stresses me out. Like anything that changes normal life like that just kind of stresses me to fuck out and having the irs saying hey you know what we're gonna come look at your shit that would stress me to fuck out so i do anything oh, yeah, possible well, well that 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 should stress you out <clears throat> just because we know the irs has been weaponized but yeah absolutely they have their own courts and everything else so i just uh, you know i just try to get everything in on time a lot of times i overstate what i actually made to the IRS just to, in case they come looking. Look, my know. strategy when the IRS targets me for my political beliefs is just in the paperwork, just put some random $20 bills in there. And when they're like, 
oh, excuse me, Mr. Horn, they, uh, uh, there's a $20 bill right here. I'm like, oh, that's not my 20 That must be your 20 <laughs> oh. Wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> just see what happens, right? Right, like, yeah. Like, let's just let's see how it goes. Four and a half percent. Okay, that's terrific. That's a light beer. I'm drinking Miller Lite, so there. Longest beer review for Miller Lite that I think I've done thus far. Beer review. Beer reviews. That was beer reviews. Apparently, All right. apparently, this shit is not. It's, it's like 135 calories in here. It's like pretty well, light. Yeah. Well, this Miller Lite is 97 calories, and it's uh, what'd you say yours was? Four, four and a half. That's what the Miller Lite is. Yeah, this tastes better, much, much better. I think that's debatable, but you know, <sighs> I don't think mine has the health facts on it. No, it's, no, no, you'd have to be like 340 calories worth. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> so, can I, before I know we talked about some other stuff, I, and I just found this. So, I want to. Uh, do you guys know who Dale Big Tree is? No, I do not. He is the host of what's the podcast? I forget. Uh, but like when I say he is anti-vax, it is. And look, he's got all the research, right? Yeah, uh, behind it, and he's all that. And he had Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Which I think you guys know who that is, right? Yeah, yeah. Probably America's first or second, depending on where you rank Bill Nye. Right, scientist. <laughs> right. right, yeah. And you know, we we talked about the Elon Musk in the live stream, and when you get these quote experts or you know the, these unbiased folks, and they start asking questions. But I sent you guys this. I think it was Friday or Saturday, but. Uh, Dale Bigtree just absolutely pummels Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. All right. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Of course. And I believe, I actually believe that we are seeing a rise in all-cause mortality around the world, that many studies are now showing the more vaccinated a country was, the higher their excess mortality now. So we may retrospectively look back and find out that this vaccine is more deadly than the virus ever was. That still holds out for our reference to this. And then armchair quarterback we will decide who was glad they monday signed on or you know monday like, quarterback. okay yeah. <laughs> we will decide who was glad they signed on to the social contract i do not believe that things can be mandated on me especially i here's my problem i cannot trust science and my audience will not trust science that continues to say we will not not let top officials at the table that have now proven to be right when we see emails that said just keep them out of the room and they are the ones that ended up being right about this virus I will not trust the head task force when they come forward and say, I always knew it wouldn't stop transmission, even though I and you and, and Neil deGrasse Tyson were telling you, get it to protect each other. I always knew it never could do that. So we're going to have a hard time getting back to a place of trust. What we need now is a regulatory agency and people in charge that get back to actually listening to, as you said, those people that are challenging this from all sides. The challenge has to be allowed into the room, and it's not. Science is dead in my mind. The scientific method is dead, and I think the coronavirus experiment proves that we are in a, in, a, in a terrifying moment of science. And I reach out to you to think about what we've said here today and say, is he right? Did the scientific method take place? Is it taking place now, retrospectively? Even if you want to argue in an emergency, we made decisions and we rushed things. Why is Peter McCullough and why is Robert Malone and the people that were right, why are they not at the table now? Of course. And I believe, I actually believe that we are seeing a rise in all-cause mortality around the world. Yeah. 
He's a hundred percent right. Yeah. And again, when you take somebody and, and Neil Tyson's been all about the shots, right. And all about the pandemic measures. And all that. Right. And if you watch the video, uh, he, you can tell he, he wants out of that room right then and there. Oh yeah. The name of the he, podcast is called the Highway. He, he, He's in against an opponent, right? That he can't bullshit and, his and, way. And Dell Bigtree boxed him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like we talked about Elon Musk. Like he backed him into a corner. Right. I mean, it's it's like getting a, a in a boxing, like getting somebody on the ropes and just pummeling them. Yeah. Well, what what he did is he brought up the fundamental principle of science, and that's questioning theory, questioning ideas, which was not allowed. During the entire COVID debate. And it's still not allowed. And it's still still not allowed. There are still people out there. I saw something today. I wish I could remember who sent it. Um, Like the whole science denier thing. Well, and I think think it was that interview. It was Tyson. I I forget. Maybe it was somebody else that said that as a scientist, I'm looking for consensus. That is the complete opposite of science. Yeah, that that is literally the opposite of science so brian uh, krasenstein or krasenstein oh that fucking guy i hate that fucking guy. <laughs> he, he had a tweet that went out today it says buy bud light go to disneyland read books about racism read the new york times watch pbs watch the nfl say happy holidays listen to npr make a transgender friend talk about evolution praise dr anthony fauci Stick up for Colin Kaepernick. Take college courses about inequality and race and teach your kids that gay people exist. Hate and ignorance drive more conservative votes. Compassion and intelligence does the opposite. That was his tweet. And and you look at the praise Dr. Anthony Fauci. I mean, the data is there of how Fauci fucked up. Or I, I don't say, I won't even say he fucked up. He purposely Drove well, this I, nation I, to I a certain point. I think his whole, his, everything he did was to preserve himself. He was knee deep in, and whether it was, all right, I've funded, I've been involved in this whole thing from the beginning and it got out right. accidentally, whether it is, and I, 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 I honestly believe it was it was a fuck up, and that's how it got out, huh? Yeah. When you get a moment, I'll take a beer. This one, no, right. Yeah. I honestly think it was a fuck up. Yeah. And well, I think Fauci instead did of all, yeah. owning the fuck up, you're you're in self defense mode. Yeah. That's what Fauci was. Yeah. I, I, and you I can think... like you can. How many times has he been caught in multiple multiple lies? Yeah. And and he does the it depends on what the means you know the whole fucking twist of semantics and the right. bullshit around um, what's what's the term they were using the, the 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 experiments that we're doing oh the um, gain of function gain of gain function, function. Yeah, thank you yeah. I found it myself <laughs> there you go good well, job the whole gain of function well that's not how we define a gain of function dude it's a fucking gain of function right right. Well, I think if you play the coronavirus game of Clue, what you find out is, oh, it's Dr. Fauci in the library. With a lead pipe. Fucking with, syringe. Right. Yeah. With, with the syringe and the CCP. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, and and, right. and I, I, 
I, I truly believe that's why. Because even his emails that have come out, like, it was like, oh, we got to get on this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like. We got to squash this now. Right. Right. Because otherwise I'm fucked. Yeah. And, and that, that. But, you know, I think it's important for, because I, I assure you, based off the look on Tyson's face in that clip, that he thought he was going to go in there and he was going to be the smartest guy and most informed guy in the room. Right. And he's completely uninformed. Yeah. Yeah. Like he 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 doesn't know. Like he it's it's blind faith, and that's not science. No. Right. No. I, but the the scientific method is: hey, we have this hypothesis. We want to test it, see if it happens again. Right. And and that hypothesis should be challenged by other scientists. Right. That's that's how that yeah. works. Yeah. And then when you're when it stands up, and it goes through that process, th- then it's science. Then it's true. Right. There's change, none of that. I'm about to change gears again. Literally the fucking opposite of that. Breaking news. Breaking news. Former White House stenographer blows the whistle. Joe Biden is a criminal and I've got the evidence. They put me in front of a grand jury. My testimony becomes the evidence that will put him in jail or will lead to his impeachment. And that is, uh, what's his name? Uh, well, he's on Jesse Waters right now on Fox. Forgive me for being skeptical. <laughs> well, well, an impeachment would require Republicans to actually do something. Right. Um, so I'm skeptical of that. I don't understand why, like, why is that not something to run on? Like, why, why aren't, they're not even talking about it. They talked about impeaching Mayorkas. Yeah, yeah. that didn't happen. And that didn't happen. Like, why isn't anybody saying we got to get this fucking nutcase out of the White House? And then I understand because a crazier nutcase would take his place, then fucking impeach her. I I don't know. I I, I kind of question, at least with Kamala Harris, like, like I, I don't know that anybody believes Joe Biden's actually doing anything. And maybe Kamala would be have an ego enough not to let somebody else run the country. Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, could it be any worse? I think at that point you could point and be like, okay, she's at least cognitive, not not saying smart, cognitive right. enough to know what's going on. Sure. I, I think. I, I I don't know. I, I just. I would love to see her fucking State of the Union address. <laughs> Use the same word over. And over and the and cackle, over. yeah. Oh my god, god that that would be torture, right? <laughs> like a solid hour and a half of her talking, oh, Lord. and then the Democrats standing up and clapping like seals. Oh yeah, like oh my god, I oh Dan, I can't believe you. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna have a hard time sleeping tonight thinking about that. <laughs> like that is bad. Oh. Yeah. Think about it, dude. That's a, that's the things <laughs> of nightmares, actually. <laughs> for being honest, I mean, shit. Oh God. Can we talk about NPR? Hell yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Prairie Home Companion. There used to be a show that was on NPR on oh, Sundays. Yeah, I don't really listen to them. They suck. <laughs> This was like so, 30 years ago. <laughs> so NPR, 
national public radio um was recently given the official label by twitter as government funded media yeah so apparently that's exactly what they are npr is freaked out by that because they believe that if you put that label on them they don't get the donations they will not they it it will falsely i think i don't have the exact quote but basically the argument is you're undermining our credibility what fucking credibility? <laughs> well, that's the point. <laughs> you know what I think of when I think of NPR, I think of that. All right, so that weird ass jazz fusion sax bumper music there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bar, 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 oh, it bar, is. Bar, oh, oh shit! Bar. I have the quote. We are not putting our journalism on platforms that have demonstrated an interest in undermining our credibility and the public's understanding of our editorial independence. The, what at a point? What the fuck? So, and I, I you're called this National part. Public Radio, <laughs> yeah, right? So I skipped this part of like Twitter put that label on them, and now they're going like they they have like fifty accounts, some versions of NPR, and they're leaving Twitter. So I mean, did they, I didn't even know they had a Twitter. Account. They said we are turning away from Twitter, but not from our audience and communities. There are plenty of ways to stay connected and keep up with NPR news, music, and cultural content. So I think it was Trent Lott a few years ago that brought up a bill to defund NPR. Just yes. make them private. Yeah. You, you get your own money. Yes. Right. And everybody lost their shit. It passed the house and failed in the well, right, yeah. Well, the defenders of NPR will be like, well, only you know, right. X percent of their... Well, I, I did the research, so... Okay, awesome. Oh, look at I here. Googled it. Dang, I really excited. And it was... Right. And then, like, I just Googled He's how much... That we how much federal funding it. does NPR get? And just looking at the headlines as you go down, it's less than 1%, 4%, less than 10%. Like, literally every article had a different number <laughs> yeah. on it. And it's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? So I did the research. Well, they get state funding too. Okay, so there is a a corporation. I don't know what is. I think it's a corporation. So it's called uh, CPV, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Right. So that was created in the by Congress in the Public Broadcasting Act of 1967. Right. So basically what this nonprofit corporation does is they're the steward of the money that comes in for NPR. Yeah. So it's they're money launderers for NPR. So NPR can say that they're not directly funded by the federal yeah. government. Right. So this corporation takes the federal money and gives it to NPR. Gives a little, takes yeah. a little percentage. Yeah, get a little, little bit, little, and then uh, and then throw the rest just out. Just a little taste. So it's literally um, Congress created a corporation to launder money, used for state funded media propaganda. So little side note, because that's what fucking NPR is. The little town in Georgia that I went to high school with. All right, so back in the day, there were like six or seven television stations in the entire state of Georgia that broadcasts NPR. Mm -hmm. 
And we moved to this little town in Georgia, this little shithole. I'm not even going to name the town. When I went where I went to high school. And one of the seven, six or seven stations in the entire state of Georgia was in this little town. And we would ride by, and my brother was like first or second grade. So we'd say, that's where, that's Big Bird's house. Because that's who had Sesame Street was on yeah, NPR, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was not NPR, but public broadcasting, which yeah. is the same shit. Yeah. And, um, one of the uh, one of my friends in high school, his dad worked. He was the only employee that worked there, but he did quite well. Oh, I'm sure he's <laughs> a government employee. Yeah, right. Without being technically a government employee, exactly. Did he work for? Um, he worked for the national CPV. Yeah, CPV? he worked for CPV. Yeah. <laughs> but he that's fucking it's like it's so underhanded and then well, and then you, they run like any this. amount of time researching it it's like all right how, how, like I, I i did and i use google i didn't use DuckDuckGo or anything else right. i use google because i wanted to hear i, I wanna, i'll do that i'll do the google version i'll do the, some other versions, right yeah just to kind of see the manipulation and literally everybody jumped on it and created an article and nobody had the fucking facts, so they were just making shit up. <laughs> like, like one, five, ten. Yeah, 12. the number was was it it stretched from less than one percent to under ten percent, and everything in between. Yeah. Like I'm talking a full page of Google, like how much of federal funding goes in MPI. But they like get crazy. they get grants from corporations. I mean, back in our day when we were younger. They couldn't get money from private corporations because they were totally publicly funded. Mm -hmm. And but then I think after the Trent Lott thing, they say, "Well, let's let's make them get some of their money from other sources." But it can only be grants; it can't be advertising. And you'll money. never know what that number is. No, because it's absolutely. hidden by this corporation. Right. Yeah. right? You'll never know what it is. My. That's why there's every fucking number on earth in that Google. I, who listens to NPR? Or watch it. Listen, okay. I, I've I've listened to a couple NPR podcasts, and it's the the jazz music in the background, <laughs> the smooth and jazz, the, and the voices, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. everything's so calm and right. serene. Sweaty balls. And today, President Trump went and spoke before Congress, and you know it's like that kind of voice. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right. Yeah. It's Whereas like everybody else is like. Them motherfuckers, like some <laughs> but, inflection in your you, voice. There's no inflection whatsoever. I, when I Today used to I be on the road jazz. a lot, <laughs> when it was only terrestrial radio and I was on the road a lot um, in previous employment, I would um, I would be out in the middle of nowhere and you couldn't pick up good talk radio. Right. And, I, and all the music was like this fucking banjo music. <laughs> so I would actually throw on NPR and they would play these radio shows that they had that I mean of course they had the, the behind the scenes or whatever the fuck they call those shows but they had that's where I heard Prairie Home Companion and it was like this stage show that they did on radio and they had some funny bits in there they had skits oh, yeah. they, and they stuff do that like they that. mix in the the cultural stuff and the that stuff but when you listen to their their politics stuff Oh, it's all fucking left it's bullshit. Pro, far left, pro government, 
a hundred percent because why would you be anti-government <laughs> if you're fucking funded by the government? Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, you're not going to come out and make a stand yeah. there. No, absolutely not. It's almost like PBS. That's what yeah. I think of. PBS and NPR are pretty much the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's actually what, when I was talking about Big Bird's house, that's what I was talking about was PBS. Well, when But, and PBS only shows good shit when um, they're begging for money. Right. Yeah, well. Really I remember watching Babylon on PBS. Watch Ernie and Bird are gay. Yeah, that's, that's that, but they've moved to crazy. HBO now. They're not on PBS well, anymore. Fucking all right. Well, <laughs> that makes sense. They've grown up and gone to the fucking adult gay people over right. HBO. Right. But yeah, I used to, I oh I used to watch like Benny Hinn on PBS back in the day. Monty Python used to be on PBS, and I would watch those because they were at the time. Yeah, but the world was fucking completely different back then. <laughs> yeah, but they were extremely sexualized. I mean, you would actually. See tits on on PBS. PBS. Well, because they didn't have to go through the same the SEC did, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was a lot of fun back in the day, being a you know a, a pubescent young male. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It was <laughs> and he didn't have the porn on the internet, like right? No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> National Geographic was uh, on the nights. Yeah, that uh -huh. only that only came <laughs> once a month, you know, and yeah. So. All right, so apparently um, Trump's going to get assassinated. That's the word on the street. And apparently this monumental, truthful information has been put out there by no one other than notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Bout, the merchant of death. The mer merchant. Who was traded for Brittany Griner. That's right. In a... Who, if you've seen... In a last in a picture, minute... Looks Swap. like Pete Davidson. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she ended up in a Russian jail for having drugs in her luggage after she went to play basketball over there. So apparently this guy, uh, the merchant of death, sent a telegram to, to President Trump because he believes his life is in danger. The indictment in New York will not end well. Where he returns to election campaigning, he will be destroyed. This is, I guess, probably the translated version. That's why it's kind of weird English. So he did a video clip on Russian 24 News warning Trump that they're, they're going to kill him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Sorry. So here's his solution. Funny. This is fucking beautiful. Uh, apparently he might be neighbors with Edward Snowden. Uh, he said, therefore, I think it's in the interest of all humanity and primarily the American people to invite Donald Trump here to Russia to give him security and protection here so that he leads his uprising against the globalists and most importantly does not allow the elimination of the American people. That was, I, you know, if I had to guess, that was a condition of his release. Maybe. It's like we're going to trade you here, but you got to say some crazy give, shit. Give it a few Trump. months, and then you got to come out with some whack job shit, so we can <laughs> we can once again say that Trump was right. colluding with Russia. That is actually probably uh, not much of a stretch. Yeah, that's probably not. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think it is. I, I think that's pretty accurate. If we're being honest, I think it's pretty accurate. Well. Guys, we are up against it once again. It's towards Has the it? end. 
Yeah, is there any anything y'all yeah, hold on, hold on, feel hold like on, we need to on. hit before we call it hold a on. day? I, I, I want I want to play this real quick. All right. Do I need to turn it up or you got? Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm trying he's to. He's not catch plugged it. in. He's trying to catch his phone. Yeah. All right. Hold on. All right. Florida really, I think, um, played an important role in the history of our country over the last three or four years. Right. Uh, but the voters in Florida responded, and what used to be a swing state. You know, now the Democratic Party in Florida is a hollow shell. It's like a dead carcass on the side of the road. I mean, we have uh, the left in the state of Florida. Florida Democrat Party. Nikki Fried. Uh, Florida. Oh, that was so good. Was right. Awesome. Hold on. There was another one I was looking for, but I can't find it. It is what it is. Um. All right. Yeah, I think I'm good. All right. So, so I I sent out I sent out a a, a picture uh, yesterday or the day before. A picture, I mean, like a beer, like a no, picture of beer. No, a photograph, a photograph, uh, a gotcha. digital impression, like a kid <laughs> on my phone. Kid Rock song about a picture. Yeah, and, <laughs> I sent and, out the and when you sent that out, I'm like, what the fuck? I it's, mean, oh. it's MSNBC's. Um, <laughs> the best part about this picture is Dan's having instead a good time. of it saying like this is DeSantis versus Gillum. Uh huh. And then ninety nine percent in, and DeSantis has a thirty three thousand uh, vote lead. Uh-huh. And instead of it saying projected winner, like all of them say, it says apparent winner. Apparent. <laughs> 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 and I just, I actually, somebody on Twitter uh, threw that picture out and kind of said, "Imagine where we'd be." Right. If this was not, I'd probably be living back happen. in Tuscaloosa. I'd so be in a all I did state. was send it to our little group chat with, right? Not like just the picture. And, and Wes accused and Wes you of like, drinking. Wes is like, is yeah. this is this new? It's like, right, Wes. It's Andrew. I, <laughs> no, I knew it was Andrew Gillum. I thought maybe you had pulled that off of MSNBC, <laughs> and it had happened today. I'm like, what's the fucking context? It was a joyous day. <laughs> yeah, I'm just reliving I, I, fun times. And or like fucking times. We didn't know it at the time that DeSantis was going to be who he was because he was kind of no, well, kind of blah. You know, he wasn't great in their debate. Well, I mean, I I think when you go look at like his rec, I mean, he started and, the Freedom Caucus or one of the founders of the Freedom Caucus. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. To you know go against Paul Ryan and yeah, you know, I mean, it's just I I. He, here's the problem if you're into the pomp and circumstance yeah he's and, not and the big speech guy. that's not the guy he's not your guy you, you know what i don't care about the, the pomp, pomp and circumstance, circumstance. no no shit. I, I, get to the point I, i'm just show me the results baby yep yeah. show that's me it. the baby i don't care I just, about the just labor show pains. me the results i right. how you got there and uh his speech at hillsdale college is which was the one i was looking for because i think he perfectly explained the role of a red state governor mm-hmm. and i and i wish yeah. i could have found it because you know what what he said there like the dude gets it mm-hmm. and I, I think my response to somebody was if we were serious in the state of florida we would repeal any term limits just for ron DeSantis. yeah right nobody else yeah, and then put a wall around the state of Florida. Yeah, and, be- and, and be- we'd we'd have access cards for Alabama, and- <laughs> right? Right. Limited visas. That's right. Limited, limited visas. Yes. I like that. 
So, so if y'all don't mind, I'd like to close this out with a little something here. Floridians, baddest motherfuckers on the planet when confronting and riding out deadly storms, fighting gators, handling snakes, and dealing with bugs. Master in four-way stops, not so much. <laughs> True. So with that being said, guys, thank you for listening to the Driveway Liberty Podcast. Be sure to share it with your friends and family. Uh, you know, follow us on our various social media channels. You can find us there. Uh, you know what? We've got some really cool merch. We've got some new merch in a merch store. That's the driveway Liberty podcast.com forward slash merch or sponsor us on Patreon driveway Liberty podcast.com Patreon. We're seriously shadow banned. We are. We cannot get our message out. So if you guys don't share this, we're going to just continue to just peter out beer and not <laughs> right not, not actually be able to upgrade our equipment or so it's on you ladies and gentlemen yeah, it's up to you yeah so with that being said for travis and dan i am your uncle wes we will see you next time on the driveway liberty podcast you are